Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Caden and Logan, and we're going to be discussing some recent NFL news, updates about kind of everything, all teams, players, just kind of uh, big headlines that I feel like that are needed to be discussed. And uh, Logan's first time back on in a while. Everyone's been busy. It's been kind of a rocky 2023, that's for sure. Um, but we're definitely going to try and be completely ready for the NFL season. That's Preseason starts this week so it's crazy that's already uh, gotten this far along but um, first order of business that I'd like to talk about uh, something that's you know not minor to the person but minor in the spectrum of news but uh, Sony Michelle retired um, called it quits and I, I kind of get it uh, he was on the downward spiral he had some good seasons with the Patriots good career for what it really was, found his yeah. footing as a first round pick. What do you mean, how many how many years did he play? I think Five? six. Twenty eighteen six years. Uh, fucking that hand with a couple rings on it. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. successful career, my eyes. It is definitely. And then um, the Dolphins to um, I guess alleviate some stress off the corner position did sign Eli Apple because uh, Jalen Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, until December. Either way, that just that just doesn't look good. It's a camp body. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Eli Apple's not good. He never really has been, in my opinion. But Shout uh, out, uh, Jerry Reese for taking him ninth overall, tenth overall, whatever. It was. Yeah, like yeah. bro, that's a fifth round draft pick. Yeah. But Go okay, Giants. Go Giants. he was a he was a giant. Yeah, Jesus one. Christ, bro. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, yeah. bro. All right, wow. I didn't know that, and I'm kind of glad I just found out about it now, because like, I would have just been as disappointed as I had been with Eli Apple. That was our draft <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor, um, that whole situation is just messy. I don't really know what's true and what's not. Jim Mercer is saying one thing, and... I'm hearing other things about he's requesting trades. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, so I don't know. he requested a trade, which is probably the dumbest thing he could have done because he has no leverage, zero. He, he's not making a lot of money. He's still under contract for like another year or two. They have no reason to pay him. I mean, he was hurt last year. He's sure he's an all-pro, but you know he's apparently still not fully healthy right now. I just... It, it's a murky situation, and then honestly, the Colts are kind of in that, you know. And I heard they offered Dalvin Cook some money. They did. So and Cream Hunt, um, they're kind of in that purgatory stage right now, where they're in the middle of rebuilding and, and competing. So um, Jonathan Taylor sitting out definitely doesn't help. No. Um, with with Anthony Richardson's development, because you know having that, you know, elite running back, it helps your quarterback a lot as well. Opens up his run game, opens up his passing. But it just doesn't make sense why he requested a trade. Like he's not going to get paid anymore from anywhere else, and you know no one's going to give up significant compensation to pay a running back who's already has a you know he's only twenty four years old, but he has tread on his tires. You know he he was a heavy ball carrier in college. Mm-hmm. He was a heavy ball carrier his first few years in the NFL, and he already got injured last year. So him requesting a trade is just no one's going to trade for him and, and, and pay him. It's just. It's a weird situation, and I don't agree with Jim Ursay just coming out and saying what he says because he's kind of an asshole. Even though you know I agree with you know his thing, like oh he's not going anywhere, but you gotta respect your players at some point. Um, so I don't know what's gonna go on there, but I, I don't know how long he's gonna sit out. Maybe the whole year. I I, I don't know. 
Um, but he'd be wasting a year of his prime. And, and we've seen this happen before, right. and we've seen it play out in a way that... It never works out in the, the, the next The last person who did that at this quality of player, he became a boxer, and now he's probably a plumber. Yeah. And his name is Le'Veon Bell. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't know what's Nothing wrong with there. plumbers out there. Yeah. No. Um, but uh, I'd much rather be a running back than a running back, yeah. You know what I mean? Making millions. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Delvin Cook as well, no no, for sure landing spot. Offers have been made here and there. There's some rumblings, mm-hmm. but nothing for sure yet. The Dolphins, Colts, Jets, uh, Jets you know, I, I don't really know where he's going to land. The fact that no one's really made like a for sure thing. I think it's because the running back market is fucked. And it's concerning. It, really it is. is. Injury maybe, off mm-hmm. the field shit, I don't know, but... Um, but here we are, it's preseason week Dude, one. this guy was... Like Elite. a top Elite. Yeah. five running back for two years, mm-hmm. and like now he's not yeah. even being picked up. He made right? top one hundred, ninety one, ninety one overall. I, and he's better than that, in my opinion. Like he was better for the Vikings than that. But like, that's just shocking to me that the Vikings let him walk out the door. Yeah, um, cut him. A lot of people that I like that are Vikings fans are really holding hopes in Matson, and you know he showed Matson some. He showed some flash, but if you actually look at his stats, he, nothing special. No, I mean two point four yards per carry. That's really? that's not good at all. Mm. Uh, he's, he's always he was always the uh, for the last like four years he was always the the high level handcuff to Dalvin Cook in fantasy every year. Yeah. Every year it was always I was under Madison. Now he's starting, so yeah. maybe he's draft worthy. I don't, I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe I I wouldn't do it. I I, yeah. I mean it depends if you're a Vikings fan. Take it's a your guy. Porous yeah. O line. Good pass game, open up the run game, but it's a pretty porous O line. Average running back. Yeah. And honestly, like in that divi- if like you're gonna draft a running back, you can go so many different directions, yeah. you know. But if you are willing to take that shot, I guess in fantasy that would be yeah. potentially a sleeper pick. But as far as like actual like, gameplay, I don't know how they're gonna like create a rush yeah. attack off of just him. I know they have other guys, a committee, but Wang Wu, he's like a power. But like I just I just don't see what they were thinking without securing like a legitimate like a, a guy to fill that gap like maybe go out and get like they should draft somebody you know I don't know there's really much to draft that's the thing but... is that they cut Dalvin in June yeah like after free agency after the draft like mm. it just didn't make sense it's like if they knew they were gonna fucking cut him the whole time at least right. like try and do something to like but cushion there, the blow there has to be a reason why he's not on a team yet though. Like there, there, there is, and we don't know it, but I think it will become prevalent because, dude, it's days until preseason, and he's not on a fucking roster yeah, right now. There's something about him that's telling teams to stay away. Which I'm sure it's, you know, maybe injury plus, you know, how much money it would cost me, like $7 million, $8 million. I'm not pay- I, I can't pay that. I mean, for a one-year deal, I mean, it's not bad, but, you know, you that's seven, $8 million you can use for in, in-season moves, you know? If someone gets hurt, you can pick up, I don't know, make a trade, whatever. But the fact that we're here, it's it's August, and he's not been picked up yet. It's concerning. It really is. I just don't see any, like, club. Like, all the poverty clubs, like, have a good running back. Like, the Texans have Damian Pierce. They don't need a guy. The Falcons. Even they could use him, though. They could you know, use like, him, but, like, it would just be, uh, you're just throwing money down the drain yeah. at that point. Like, same with the Falcons. They have yeah. Tyler Algira, a thousand-yard rusher in his rookie season last year. Yeah, and they just drafted Bajon. So, like, it's just... I, I don't know, like, I don't see, like, where he's going to land, because, like, all, all these clubs that I have been hearing rumbles about, like, these teams are already fielding 
insanely expensive yeah, rosters. I mean, even the Jets, like they have Brees Hall. Like mm-hmm. I know he can have ACL injury, but like another team with a good, good young running back. So like, I, I don't know where he's gonna go. He'll end up somewhere. I was thinking maybe sure. like Jacksonville, something like Jacksonville that. Jacksonville with ETN, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, maybe ETN will become more of the pass catcher, Dalvin more of the outside exactly, attack. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, ETN and uh, Dalvin Cook both are aren't similar like, skill sets. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they're not shy of the dual, dual running no, back set no, at no, all. Not at all. Yeah. That could maybe work for T-Law. I, I like maybe that prediction there. But I guess we can move on to, yeah. um, I guess, one of the bigger points of this episode. I wanted to talk about the Jets, obviously, or their hard knocks. Um they're the Hard Knocks team this season, and they're definitely favored yeah. due to just the amount of talent they have on their roster yeah. on Loaded. every side of the ball. Loaded. And I, um, I feel like we were talking about it in the car. We were like, think, and just close your eyes, think of a position on the Jets, and every single position you think of, and the person they have starting there is not a subpar player. Every position group has studs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. You go to quarterback, obviously Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Running back, Brees Hall. I know it's towards ACL. He's a mm. good young running yeah, back. He, he would have, he would have, he was an offensive player of the year candidate last year. And his wide receiver on his own team won yeah. it, Garrett Wilson. Like, mm. and then next to Garrett Wilson, Miko Hardman's there, Alan yeah. Lazard's there, Reynolds Cobb is there. Like, they have, like, Corey Davis is still there. Like, they have Do, guys. Like, don't they, they, uh, who's that tight end? Uzama? Tyler Conklin. Uzama is still there Uzama, as well. Yeah. Like, you look at the offensive line. Um, Caden, you and I were talking about this. Makai Becton, who's a first mm. round pick in 2020. Um, you know, he started off good, but he, he's a very, very big guy. He's six seven. came into the league at 6'7", 360, had a bad knee injury. And in Hard Knocks, I watched the episode this morning. Uh, it just came out yesterday, I want to say. But he's looking a lot slimmer, like a mm-hmm. lot, you know, bulkier, more of like an athlete. Mm-hmm. So if he stays healthy, that's another stud they got. Elijah yeah. Barrett Tucker they picked in the first round. Um, Joe Tippmann, they got in the second round this year. You look at their defensive line. Tremaine Johnson, first-round pick. Mm. Quentin Williams, t- third overall pick. Exactly. Uh, uh, who's the guy they drafted this year? Um, Will McDonald, first-round yeah. pick. Like, and now they got Jordan Whitehead in the Jordan Whitehead in the secondary. Obviously, Sauce, DJ yes. Reed, CJ yeah. Mosley. Mm. Like, they have That's Quincy insane. Williams. Like, they have guys everywhere. Mm. Like, every position group is a stack. And the perfect guy to lead them, Robert Aaron. Salah. Yeah, Robert uh, Salah, yeah. I, I yeah. love that head coach. He's a really – he always – Honestly, never gave a fuck about the Jets until he became the head coach. Because well. mm-hmm. he brings that 49ers mentality with that defense because he is from that tree. Um, but very exciting for any Jets fan out there if you're a New York Jets fan. And I know you guys didn't watch the Hard Knocks episode yet, but you know, you, you watch it and you just see the energy that Rodgers brings and the swagger that he brings. Like He, he really brought that team together. Like That team is very, very close. Mm-hmm. Like. They're, they all fuck with Rodgers. Like, they can't, yeah. like... The whole episode, they're, they're like, mesmerized by his throws. And mm-hmm. there's, like, there's, like, a little segment on his no-looks where everyone's just, you know... They're, like, impersonating the no-looks. So you have Garrett Wilson and Sauce doing no-look passes in practice. And they're all having fun. Like, mm-hmm. like this team is very well gelled together. Yeah. And, and that's, like, the one of the biggest things in the NFL is... You have a good locker room. You have a good good guy leading it all in Salah and Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It leads to success. And they did bring in Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Which, yeah, I know he had a rough head coach. Uh, yeah, One of the worst of all time. Coordinator. Yeah. not a bad coordinator. Not a bad coordinator. No, he's not. And, and if you watch the Hard Knocks episode, he, he's, he's, he's a funny guy. Like He has a good connection with Rodgers. Like, OC, right? OC, yeah. Because yeah, I remember people were comparing his come up to kind of like, uh, or his hype around him, like before mm-hmm. he was head coach, 
to the hype like around Ben Johnson like mm-hmm. this offseason when he was about to become a head coach. And Rodgers has Rodgers even says about him. He says like he's like my brother. Like because you see them interacting, they they, they interact like brothers. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's bringing that 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 energy once again to to the to the whole team. You know when you see that it's just, it's a it's a positive outlook for sure. Yeah. Now, granted, it's a very, very tough division. You got the Patriots in there who are never, who are no slouch, never. Yeah. You got to worry about them always. The now, obviously, the Bills and Dolphins. Yeah. So it's not going to be an easy road, and it's not going to be an easy fight at all. But uh, one of uh, the opening in Hard Knocks, with what uh, Robert Salas says, um, he says when you're when when an eagle is getting uh, like tormented by a robin or whatever he says, whatever the other bird he says, says they, they go on the back of the eagle's neck and peck at their neck. So what the eagle does is they fly straight up in the air and keep going higher and higher and higher. And what happens is the bird on the back of their neck pecking them, they suffocate. And they suffocate and they fall and die. Mm. And his interaction was that is if we keep soaring up like exactly. an eagle, all the other teams will naturally just fall down. Mm. And and consistency. And their their big motto is like what's next? Mm. One of the coaches says every like every 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 team is always saying, Do your job, do your job, do your job. They say no. Do your job. What's next? Do your do this. What's next? Mm. So they have a very good energy, very good morality, yeah. very good. Just so it's all it's looking bright for the Jets yeah. this year. And now it's we'll, clicking. It's, it's it is like. now we have to see how they how you know what happens with injuries because that's what depends on it all is health. Mm. But you know they're definitely a suitable contender in my opinion with Rodgers at the helm. Hopefully, I mean, not hopefully, but I yeah. think everyone assumes yeah. that yeah. and. Another thing, you did mention that division and the Patriots, something I did want to touch up on. Some news I've been hearing out of their camp is a Bailey Zappi, and there's an actual quarterback competition yeah, there right now. I believe it. Like, Bailey Zappi's competing for the starting job. Hey, they were competing mid-season. No, yeah, I agree. And Bailey Zappi, he had some flashes. He, he wasn't bad. Like, he can't win a great game. Uh, yeah, he, he well, had some. Game. Yeah, you know Belichick's wacky. You know he's exactly. always looking for the best guys, and he doesn't and care where you're drafted. He hell no. Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Like, he doesn't care where you're he drafted. He had he had somebody he just gave a ten year contract to, and instead he started the sixth rounder yep. from Michigan and yep. gave that fucker to Dallas three years later. And now Brady's the greatest player of all time. Yeah, it's the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, rest is history, literally. But no, it's going to be interesting to see the Patriots as well in that equation because I mean. Belichick versus A-Rod, those have been historic matchups in the mm-hmm. past, and mm-hmm. now we get to see it twice a year for and years to come. Speaking of the Patriots, there's been talk of Belichick being on the hot seat. He is. I, I, I kind of agree as well. But you I know, feel like... He's uh, going out on his own terms, though. They'll exactly. never fire him. If, I don't know. If he wants to leave, it's going to be because... Yeah, um, that's a coach. He wants that's to. a coach that you they can't, can't tell him what to do. You can't find exactly. a better coach than that. But I, I do get it. You know, He hasn't had success without Brady. Yeah. In, in this in this new era, or um, even before that, but like even with Bernie but, Kosar, but the Patriots aren't as bad as they should have been. Mm-hmm. Like they should have been a four win team, five win team without Brady in the, yeah. in the past couple of years. But Belichick is keeping them. Like he's like their defense stays elite. Exactly, a Belichick led team will always have an elite defense. And people want to come there because they want to be coached by Belichick. Exactly, but you know they're staying in contention. You know, seven, eight, nine wins, and they're, they're fighting. They fight. You know, and so. They're in a weird spot too, that purgatory spot where should they just rebuild or should they just keep trying yeah. to 
I don't know. Get Mac Jones out of there, they'll see all their problems come to quarterback. I I understand if, you know, they do want to get rid of Belichick and just start fresh. I mean, he's, what, 70 years old now? So I I understand why he's in the hot seat. But you won't find a better coach than him, though. I mean, you maybe could find a more youthful. Yeah. But you won't find a more experienced guy. Not better. Not better coach. And nobody nobody on the planet Earth knows. Robert Kraft owns the Patriots, but it's really Belichick's organization, bro. He's made that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's put the team on the map. Or they were shit before he got there, and he's done. He got to a Super Bowl, Drew Bledsoe, bro. Six Super Bowls. They lost to Brett Favre, but I mean, he was able to do something before Brady, somewhat, and then you know, Brady happened. Defense always. Yeah, Yeah. even with the Browns, and then he had to go through that whole conversation. Yeah, the Giants as well. I mean, and he he's one of those geniuses that you just can't you can't fire that, bro. Just let him let him. Grow well, old and yeah. literally die in the building if you want. <laughs> if anything, like he'll bro. fire Robert Kraft. Yeah, seriously, it'll be like Robert, get the fuck out of my yeah, office. Robert, it's time for you to sell the team. They need to let him. They need to give him the Greg Popovich treatment. Greg Popovich, you know that Spurs team has been awful since Tim Duncan and Ginobili and Tony Parker left that whole big three. But you know now they, they got made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they did. But not now they got one Minyama. So maybe Belichick just needs to wait for that 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 one stud. You yeah, know. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I heard they just re-signed Matthew Judon. They did. They did mm. resign Matthew Judon. Deserved. Very, yeah. very well deserved. Yeah. It's a beast. Um, I guess moving forward to another kind of discussion on another offensive unit, the Rams. Mm-hmm. They This team is fucked. Yeah, you're drinking Stetson Bennett? I mean, no, they're fucked, bro. I, mean, I feel like they're in the same predicament as the Bucks. No, they yeah. seriously, when they said, fuck them picks, they should have said, fuck our whole future and no, everything no, else. No, no. We got the Rams. They already did fuck, that. fuck yeah. you. They, they already did that. Yeah. But like they need to reiterate that because they're they what what do they have? Aaron Donald, that's yeah. it, bro. He's aging. He like I'm not expecting. Him. This year. I, I want him to. Yeah. Don't go on. Don't play on a three three win team. Like don't. Years. He's making so much money though. Like he can't. I would retire. He's making so. Bro, much do you know money. how much a broadcasting booth would pay him? A lot. They pay him Tom Brady money. Yeah. That's one of the best defensive players. He should of all go time. play. He should go play in, this, in the Saudi soccer league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Make four hundred million a year. No, I want to see him go play rugby. Yeah. He, he would literally Jesus kill someone. Christ, on, on, that, like he would kill someone. He might be outlawed, bro. But it's a definitely interesting situation with that offense because yeah. you know Stafford's not getting any younger or better. Stetson Bennett's flashing. Obviously, he's not a start over Stafford, but you know no. Stafford has injury issues again. Stetson Bennett's gonna come in there. He has. Exactly. He's quietly been playing well. He's a good arm. Um, most experienced quarterback in the draft. Yeah, he really was. Um, but you look at their offense, it's the same thing. Cooper Cup and everybody else. Before you say that, uh, sorry for interrupting. We were talking about Sonny Michelle. Didn't Sonny Michelle and... Play for the Rams. Yeah, they put, yeah. No, no, they played for the same fucking college team. Yeah. They were on the exact same college team. Now one's retired and one's a rookie. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, but yeah. The I same mean, Georgia team. I saw a report today saying that they're hoping that Van Jefferson has a breakout year, which I, I could see that happen. He's, I, he's a pretty good receiver. I remember him from golf days. No. I, he, he will never be a number one. Or no, number not two. number one, but I can see him be like an 800 yard receiver. What do you have like, last year? Or he's someone to run on the side. You want line. your you want your number two to be Brandon Ayuk at least, and he's that's nowhere hard, he's nowhere hard, near that. He's a first round pick. It's hard to come but, back. But Van Jefferson will never be a number. Like I'm sorry, I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but like, bro, he's not clutch. He drops, and he's not really that fast. No. I, I, he has I, good hands. Like, yeah. he's, all, he's a good route runner, but I mean, yeah, he's... Bro, is he, like, is that really the guy that, no. like, 
No, like I can't. No, he I can't. He might be good behind, like next to Cooper Cup, but that means he's a product because Cooper Cup's getting so I, much attention. I feel like he's just the guy to to send down the sideline. Hopefully, yeah. a, hopefully a safety doesn't yeah. recognize him. This is a, this is a guy that was behind Josh Reynolds on the depth chart with with Jared Goff. So I'm I'm good on ever saying Van Jefferson's gonna be a, a thing. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but like, bro, even listening to him, he's a very corny dude. I, I just, hey, I, I don't know, really fuck with his you know play. You backed up, uh, Aaron Hernandez? Who? Rock and Cass. Who? Rock and Cass. No, they, you can back him up. I thought you did, bro. No, they, the Patriots ran a two tight end system. God damn it, bro. Yeah. I always attribute. No. Trust I always, me, no one's no one starting. I always love to the day one starter. I always love to attribute uh, Gronk being the greatest tight end of all time because Aaron Hernandez killed some people. <laughs> I I mean, you never know, right? But no, the the Rams are a question mark. I mean, yeah, overall, I mean, I, I they're like call, the, I wouldn't call them a question mark. They're a period. We know they're gonna be yeah. shit. They're they're, <laughs> the, they're the Cardinals, and we can quickly cover the Cardinals real quick. Colt McCoy. A guy I do want to shout out real quick, Davion Davis, wide receiver for them from mm-hmm. the uh, Stallions, mm-hmm. made a really good catch the other day. You know, only hope for the best Who with that god awful fucking quarterback they have, huh? Who Austin Watkins Jr. Shout out to him. We'll, I'll cover a lot of those USFL guys in the USFL episode. But speaking on the Cardinals, they have nothing. I don't see them. I, I James Conner. I I legitimately <laughs> Brown. I can yeah. see them winning two games. If and, and a new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Uh, yeah, I, I know a lot about him, and uh, I'm just going to say, fuck Jonathan Gannon. I will say, one thing about Jonathan Gannon is that Cardinals players have come out and said that the intensity is a lot oh, I better. Bet. He's, a, he's an intense coach. Um, he's an intense so coach. They said that if you're 10 seconds late to meeting, that's your ass, which is good. He's setting the foundation. I don't, we'll see how he coaches, but the foundation is setting, which means that Cliff Kingsbury didn't give a fuck no, at all. He didn't, bro. Like players probably got away with everything they wanted. Wasn't it like the picture where he was like in a bat? He was like in the pool with a baddie. Something like. That. I remember that. I was like, this is what this guy's. Bro, did doing you see his house on studying? draft night? Yeah. Oh nice my ass. god. Nice ass fucking house. Gorgeous. Like, that guy just—he was not an NFL coach. No. Not at all. He wasn't even a good coaching, a good head coach in college. He's had, I'm pretty sure he had a negative record in college. Yeah. Yeah. He ran. He ran air raid. They thought it could Ed work Kyle with Murray. Kyler yeah. Murray, bro. Didn't. It's just, just it's more than just a scheme in, in the NFL. Like you guys, like uh, the NFL needs to know that. Like it's about energy and what people bring, you know, and exactly. relationships. It's not just a scheme. You can't just tell people to do something and expect them to do right. it, right? Yeah. So, and that's why I firmly predict the Cardinals are going to suck because wee wee wee. I, I do, I less, I do like it. how the foundation is, the culture is <laughs> being reset, and it's being more of a serious NFL level foundation. Yeah, they're not playing players college being held ball. Accountable, you know, yeah. exactly. Players being held accountable for their actions, and that I do like. But you know, this this is a, I mean, giving Kill Williams already. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say that, but like. They're gonna have a top three pick. It's gonna be they're, down they're, to Rams and Bucks most likely. <laughs> yeah, Rams probably gonna fucking trade their pick or something for fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Current cousins. Probably gonna trade the first round pick for like two six round picks. I'm gonna trade their first overall or second overall pick for Kirk Cousins and. <laughs> fuck them picks. Fuck them I mean, picks. I could see it happening because that team just they don't give a fuck. No. Yeah. They don't give a flying fuck. Two first rounders and Stetson Bennett for for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, Stetson Bennett, the next five first round draft picks for Kirk Cousins. Like they would do it. <laughs> the for entire Kirk. future. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would. Tra- oh, they they would so trade that for makes Dak. Sense. That makes sense. They would Dak, so bro. trade for Dak, bro, and they would be shit. Yeah, I think this is a good time to segue into what we think about Dak Prescott's OTAs. Well, I just wanted to say, like, I've never seen. 
a quarterback try and throw to a guy that was 5-7 in the triple coverage. I just, you know, like, no, 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 like, let's break that down for a second. It, it, it makes perfectly good sense to me. It really does. I can't wait to see what he does. Fuck the opening week. Preseason. I want to see him fucking fall flat, bro. I'm talking legit uh, opening drive pick. He's I hope get, so. Oh, I know. Oh, I know so. Oh, I know so. Hopefully, the only dimes he throws are to a man named Kavathi Turpin. Uh, or to Deontay Banks. No, he's yeah, throwing yeah, dimes to safety's laps, bro. What are we talking about? You don't about? want him to throw a dime to Kevontae Turpin? I love Kevontae, but dude, he just he has the wrong quarterback, bro. Dak is not it. He will not be it for the Cowboys. They will not win anything meaningful. They, they will not get past the divisional with Dak Prescott at quarterback. I just saw a uh, report saying they want to extend him again. <laughs> Oh, okay. um, gonna be, it's, he's gonna be like the fucking. He's just Tony Romo, bro. He's, he's literally cool. Tony no, Romo. Romo was actually good. He was actually good. He was like as, as a Giants fan looking back, Romo was actually pretty. But good. you know what I remember from Romo when he no fucked up wins. that fucking field goal snap, <laughs> or yeah, bro. <laughs> R- Romo was actually pretty good though. He he didn't get the respect he, he needed. He he, he was one reason I'll never show Tony Romo respect is because I lived with a person who would just dick ride Tony Romo. Yeah. Honestly, good regular season quarterback yeah. for what it was, but just terrible in the postseason. Abysmal in clutch hour. He was a good like creator he's just, behind the But he's typical. Uh, but he's just cowboy. Dak. Typical but, cowboy. Like they're just no, they're copy I, I and paste. Dude, I, I'm seeing this. He's, he's more like mobile I, than when Dak. It's, I say when it's all said and done, and you more look creative. at what what both of the what both of them have. Higher IQ is Tony Romo for sure, but their careers are aligning no, the same. That's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, you look at what they have accomplished. Who are really going to say to be better or worse? I don't think there's going to be a definitive there's, answer. There's no Dak because he has one playoff win. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. No, Trevor, I know. I'm sure you saw that that uh, thing about Dak throwing back to back picks to Trayvon Diggs. Now I told Caden about this. Yes, it doesn't look good like on the reports. But I saw a tweet from Marcus Whitman, uh, that franchise guy, and he made a good point. Um, you know, it, it's training camp, so like these veteran quarterbacks, they are they are trying out new throws, seeing what what throws they can and cannot make. So uh, I get it if Dak was trying to make something to see 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 what he can do and it didn't work out in his favor. But we saw that too much last year. So I don't know if it's just him or if he is trying something new. I, I, I don't mean, know. the the thing that's bothering me is that he led the league in interceptions when he missed five five games games. and then now we see him in OTAs before the next season when he's supposedly 100% ready to go throwing picks into triple coverage I don't care who you are as a quarterback I'm not throwing the triple coverage you know like I you can be like that's Brett Favre only there's the one where the the, the, uh, is he Brett Favre now like there's that one play where where the receiver's running a fly and the safety comes down. The receiver's blanketed on the sideline. And there's the Dak throws and the receiver gets, or the, the safety gets the easiest pick of his life. And it's just yeah. like, like what? Yeah, and then Trayvon's talking your shit. Yeah. That, and that's another thing is, you don't see the Giants, you don't see corners talking shit to Daniel Jones like n- that. I don't, uh, and... Or any quarterback like that. I, I've never seen no, that No, I've before. never seen that. Besides Cam Newton and Josh Norman. But that, that was, like... That was dumb. Though. They fired up the whole team. And, Trayvon might be Josh like Jones that, but Dak is not. They don't res- like. I don't think Trayvon respects Dak at all. Or, I think no, you know. I that's just me personally. His son does. I <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Oh my god, that was weird. But genuinely, I, I if I'm on that team going into the season, if I'm a player, if I'm Micah Parsons, if I'm fucking 
CeeDee Lamb, who's like a top 10 receiver. Yeah. He is. He's an all-star. Probably top, almost top five. I, I mean, this season is a breakout incoming season for him. But if he's my quarterback, Dak Prescott, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. I'm winning six games this year. Seven games. I. I, I feel like ten. I. They have a. They have a stout defense. A, a top five. All top three. The roster is pretty fucking good. But with Dak, I, bro, it we depends, see. Depends on him. We we That's see. Really on him. Bro, we saw the Raiders. They had a loaded roster last year, but Derek was Derek. Derek Carr, yeah. And, and they can do that's as literally good it. as they want in regular season because. No matter how much I was telling this to my grandma today, I was like, no matter because she's a big Eagles fan. No matter how good the, the the Cowboys may be in practice, maybe in regular season when it matters, just know this: they will not beat us. They will not. They will not be. They will not beat any of our teams because it's fucking Dak Prescott. All I know is if Forrest Lasso tatted up and maybe dropped back. Shout out to the Rowdies, by the way. Um, he would go five for five. In his opening drive, um, as the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, okay. or or if they just were smart and just got an Alex Magoo, you know, I would just immediately start him over Dak Prescott because I don't care. Like, dude, I've seen enough. I don't care about. I don't care about Dak, bro. Who does? Name five people you know that give a fuck. I don't. Like, I'm so sick of watching the national media and they're like, oh, the Cowboys this year, the Cowboys. Bro, fucking shut the fuck up. When have they won in the past thirty minute, thirty years? We know a guy. Cared about Dak Prescott so much, he'd probably suck his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I do know a guy. His name's Andrew Parks. Andrew Parkinson's. Um, he's, Shut up. Yeah, if he's uh, listening somewhere in Maryland, and if he's actually your teacher at your actually, school, if he's listening right now, I, uh, smoke the rest of that pack and uh, drive your car <laughs> off that bridge. <laughs> he'll get that reference. Um, but no, genuinely though, moving into the next topic of discussion, which is, a, in my opinion, a big a big bulletin point here is the Chris Jones holdout. That's huge for the Chiefs' defensive front. I mean, they just don't like the point. The the point of like I just don't know why they haven't paid him yet. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes like he took a generous deal yeah. so that they could pay the he team. Needs an extension too. He wants one. Raise. He yeah. deserves one. He Very deserves well. one, but he's also like he has that Brady mindset where yeah. he's like, I don't give a fuck about the money. I want the success. They need yeah. like if he ever wants to be in the conversation to be better than Joe Montana, to be better than Tom Brady, I think he's he needs. Well, opinion. he needs to go back to back. He needs to go back to back for me to say that safely without it. Because physically, talent wise, absolutely, he's better than both those guys. But accolades and career wise, best of all time. and like yeah, physically, uh, yeah, best quarterback I think I've Skilled. ever seen. Yes, Rogers, yeah. but accolades and legacy wise, I would still put Joe Montana ahead of him. He's four. He's the he's the Michael Jordan of the NFL. He's four for four. I mean, uh, I think Brady's. Brady's well, Michael Jordan. well, Mike, I'd say he's LeBron because he's been the more lost a couple. But he, Played but he's yes, I, I like, but I, I don't think that's an insult because both of those players, all exactly. of those players, are amazing. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest of all time. Yes, but I, I think the Chris Jones holdout is bigger than we're making it. Uh, well, the media is like not really covering it as much as I noticed. Um, one last thing I did want to just t- touch up on briefly. I've been I've been hearing and seeing a lot of hype on Jalen Hyatt. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of good videos coming out of the camp. Yeah. Um, and and he just looks like their wide receiver one. And honestly, I don't think they intended him to be off-rip, no, but he's didn't. showing that he has the capability. And what are your thoughts, Logan, as a Giants you know, fan? I don't know if he'll be wide receiver one right away just because we, so, we, we have such a deep wide receiver room. No true wide receiver one. We have so many guys with so many different skill sets. But Hyatt is 
fast. Like, I know we already knew that, like, before the draft and even in, during the college season, but he's been clocked at 24 miles per hour at multiple points in practice. Mm-hmm. 24 miles per hour, which that's blazing. And he, <laughs> it is. You can watch videos of him just running a route, and he's, like, it's just, like, him just running, and it's just, like, holy shit. Like, his legs are, his strides are so long. It's like he's jogging. He's burning everybody. And there's been reports in every training camp practice, like, a, a daily Jalen Hyatt deep touchdown. Sometimes two, three times. Like it's pretty crazy. And he's going to allow that offense to finally mm-hmm. be able to explore the mm-hmm. deep ball exactly. because they weren't able to do that at, at all. all. And it was such a pain to watch mm-hmm. because they had, like you said, they had those depth guys, but they don't have those true safe-handed deep slot like yeah. crosser guys that are able to make those really big stride and catches. If Jalen Hyatt goes for a fifty-yard touchdown and then, or not, not even fifty-yard touchdown, fifty-yard gain. And then next next play, Saquon's running up the middle, mm. like it, it's opened up. Like the whole offense is, is like the whole he, field is opened up. You you are now you are now finally able to keep the defense mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. and exactly. that's that's going to change exactly. the game for Daniel Jones. We're going to see probably better production statistically. I, I want to see over twenty touchdown passes from him. Mm-hmm. Like that, I need I need I need to see that. And I think we can safely. I, I'm going to predict maybe 24, 25 with mm-hmm. probably like six rushing touchdowns because he's very agile. And uh, and people shot on his you know passing yards last year, which but they were low. But, but he's efficient in total. In totality, he had over a thousand. Did yeah. he have over a thousand rushing? No, 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 he no. didn't. Like it's almost. 700. Yeah, he had, yeah, like for That's a quarterback. A lot. That's a lot for a running back. That's and no it, slouch. And in totality, I think it was like 3,500 total yards as a quarterback, which... 4,200, 3,500 passing, 700 rushing. That's that's good numbers. That's like, not bad. And, and the passing, sure, it's not elite passing numbers, but it's efficient. Because... The touchdown numbers are low, but it's efficient. This, it's, it's getting done, you know? The like, standard for passing yards, I feel like, goes up every fucking year. It does. You know, so like... Honestly, my book, if you're passing for 3,500 to 4,000, you're fucking good. And with those receivers last year, those <laughs> weapons last year, come on. That's like saying, that's like, that's like literally if you put Daniel Jones on the Chicago Bears right now, he did that, and it would blow people yeah. away. Yeah, like, because cool. they have, like, at last year, they had kind of the equal talented mm-hmm. They didn't have many names, no. bro. They Not had injuries. They Not had a lot of adversity there, and Daniel Jones was able to work through it. And, and one games, nine games, one playoff game, ten they, games. Bro, they went eight and one, right? Seven and one. Seven and one yeah. to start the season. That's Which, looking back on that. Like I was thinking about that. I was like, damn. Like we really started seven and one. You that's, won in London crazy. against Rodgers. Like that he was a beat, crazy uh, game. Lamar Jackson. So like, I, I, we have uh, so much upside this year. With you know, just we got younger, we got faster. Just day a balls lot faster. Day balls year two. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna win eleven games and, this and year. I think year two in this system. It's just it's gonna be so beneficial towards to us and. It's already been showing in camp. Like Dan, Dan has really like taken helm as the leader, and that's what you want in your quarterback. And it is. He's the hardest working player on the team. He really is. So and Hyatt's gonna help that obviously, but I'm just happy we have a true offense, true NFL players on our team. Like, yeah, not throwing a Marcus Johnson anyway. That's, I mean, <laughs> he was all right for us, but he had you know he had some plays where he had some drops, and it showed. You know, like you just the lack of talent compared to you know Paris Campbell or Darren Waller, for you example. Don't need. And this isn't a slouch on any of those guys, but you don't need USFL talent Level starters. Player, yeah. Like, you can't have that, especially wide receiver. No, not Unless you're an exception. Catch. Like, Kevante Turpin, and you get all pro. Austin Watkins, who's been falling out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he might actually start, but, but there's exceptions. Consistent. Like, that's, that's, I feel like that's the key to being an NFL player. Is just, is you, you, you need to be good, 
But you need to be consistently good. And that's a lot harder than just being good. You know? I definitely agree with that. But I think that's the perfect place to wrap this episode up. Anything else you guys wanted to add? Yes, I did want to talk about oh, a little yeah. bit of the top 100. Yes, I totally yes. forgot about that. Go ahead. So, I just wanted to start off. While we're on the Giants right now, Andrew Thomas to make the top 100. He didn't? No. What the fuck? Literally, I remember you were like, no way he goes this high. Why is he this high? And I was like, I don't know. They're really blessing him this year. Turns out he's not even on the not fucking on the list. So, in my opinion, he's a top five offensive lineman in the NFL. Not just tackle, offensive lineman in the NFL. I can concur. He's the best player on our team. He's the best player on our team. Like, in training camp and everything, like, it's been evident. With 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 Dexter Lawrence, with Daniel Jones, with Saquon, with Darren Waller, it's been shown, it's been proven that Andrew Thomas is the best player on our team. And it's an lineman. It's an offensive lineman. He's a stonewall. Like, it's pretty crazy how talented. And he didn't even make the top 100. Like, so you know, this list is flawed. But I, I wanted to go through some um, some uh, some guys here. Um, Trevor Lawrence was 96, and Justin Fields was 86. Let's talk about that real quick. That doesn't no. add up at all. I, that, that's how you know the the players. It's flawed. Already. Yeah, it's flawed. Like Trevor Lawrence is so much better than he Justin is. Fields. He's a mile ahead of him. Mm. So much better. Yeah. Trevor should have been in the 60s. Like he should have been behind Goff. I'm not gonna lie. In front of Kirk. Uh, Justin should not have been on this list. Yeah. He, Justin should uh, be he should, he, no, he, he shouldn't have been. Uh, but like I the rushing Justin season, Fields, he's not he's not a top. There's no reason player. why he should be why he's on an Andrew Thomas. Isn't exactly, dude. No way. He's not on an Andrew <laughs> Thomas. I, it's just the pace. Like I don't get me wrong, I agree with that. But like, bro, the pace he was on with the rushing though, I can see he's why people put him. I can see why people yeah. put him there. I mean, you, you can have all the rushing yards in the world, but exactly. in, the, in the NFL, you gotta you gotta pass the ball. No, I I it's completely like agree, winning. but it's not like they yeah, were winning. Empty numbers. Yeah. They were empty numbers, but they were also historic as fuck. Were, like he yeah, was going insane. Mm-hmm. Like he. Yards. I I and that's impressive. But don't get me wrong, I I do think he is way too high on this list. Um, but yeah, I Trevor should have been you know within I I think the seventies or you know late sixties. Yeah, I agree. Goff was 100%. at sixty six. I, I think, think Trevor should have been there with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when, when Trevor Lawrence is on fire, you can argue because Goff a quarterback. Goff did beat Trevor Lawrence, so I I, mm-hmm. I can't say he's better than and, and Jared. Goff's but, a veteran. Like I'll I'll give him, I'll give exactly. him the benefit of the doubt. He's a veteran. I think Jared should have been a little higher, but like that's that's neither here nor we'll there. Talk about, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um. Terry McLaurin, 94, I think it's a little low. That's pathetically low. Um, He's a top 50 player, in my yo, opinion. Why wasn't Tim Boyle on this list? <laughs> yeah, is he even in the league? Um, I don't think so. USFL guy. Uh, for you guys, Probably. Aiden Hutchinson was ranked 88, which I think is pretty damn good for yeah. uh, rookie. I, yeah, I, I think it's good, but honestly, they made, like, honestly, I could have seen him higher, bro. He had three picks. I mean, he was, he was, he was a Darius Smith was 84, so I think Hutch might be a little better than him. Once again, it's a veteran. I, I, it's a veteran. I, I'll give him the doubt. Yeah. Um... You have, uh, you have uh, Tristan Wirth and Teron Armstead here. Tristan Wirth was at 96. Teron Armstead fuck? was at 80, 83. I think Andrew Thomas is better than both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Tua was 82. Yeah, I, think he, I feel like Wirth should have been. He should have, honestly. He's in that same tier as Trevor Lawrence and, and Dak, in my, or Goff, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. so. Um, uh, let's see who else we got here. Gino was 77. Uh, okay. Gino seventy seven. I mean, yeah, he had a break. Garrett Wilson seventy four is a rookie. That's pretty damn good. Biggest one is Lamar Jackson seventy two. Yeah. I think that's a little low for him. Yeah. I think he should. I think he's better than. Uh, Honestly, I'm gonna go down to this real quick. Dak is fifty six, and Kirk Cousins is uh, where's Kirk? Where's Kirk? 
in the four, 42. Yeah, if Dak is yeah. in the 50s, Dak's then, 56 and Kirk is 42. If Dak is in the 50s and Kirk is in the 40s, then Jared Goff should have been in the 60s. and Lamar No, Jer- Jared, the Trevor, and Tua should have been in the 40s. Dak, I, I, I don't know why he's even on the list. I would say 90s, like max. 99. <laughs> like, if that, Make him Mr. Irrelevant. Put him at 100. Bro, what? Are, are, dude, are these players smoking dick? Maybe. They like, gee, sh- bro, what games were they watching? This man now, sucked. I do kind of Cooper get, like, Rush played better than Dak. Yeah. Put Cooper I mean, Rush at 56. Bro, he bro, he was turning the ball over less. And yeah. probably not better, like, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, bro, I guarantee you that he would have won the same amount of games. Maybe. The same amount of games. Yeah. It would have been harder, though, because he's yeah. weaker arm. Not exactly. as... Not but, like, doesn't doesn't know, at least they would have actually relied on their true identity, which is run defense. The and run the ball, yeah. Mm. But, well, not with Zeke, with Tony Pollard, but yeah. like I, I bro, uh, you fucking Dak, bro. I hate Dak. But now you know, I'm thinking about it more about like the Justin Fields thing. Say you're a player, you know, I feel like you notice more often. Oh, this guy's fucking Justin Field guy is running jacking fucking fifty yard runs back to back on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting here with the fuck. I'm sitting with my cock in it's my head. It's a headache. It's watching a headache. This. Where, where sure. Trevor Lawrence is just dropping dimes, I feel like it's a little bit... Even though he didn't have a better season, it might be more of a headache to play against, yeah. and that's why he got rated higher. Yeah. You know? So, I, I get it. Once again, I have Rodgers here, 51, under, under Kirk. Like uh, Kirk, Kirk's overrated now yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk is good. Don't get me wrong. Kirk is good. Hey, guys. He's your average white guy. Like, you guys, did you guys see the new Harry, average white guy. You guys see the new Harry Potter movie? That he's athletic as fuck. And he's an NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's athletic as fuck. Like, like Kirk is good. He is he is a playoff caliber quarterback. He won't win a Super Bowl most likely, but forty two, the sixth overall, like the sixth highest quarterback on the list. Like, come on, come on now. Um, he's ten but, to fifteen. And he, here's another thing that I think is kind of crazy: is Cooper Cup is forty seven, which I know we got hurt, but okay. So Hassan Reddick is forty. Okay, uh, there's a couple names I want to shout out here. So Patrick Sertan, forty nine, top three corner in the NFL. Hassan Reddick, 48, top three edge rusher in the NFL. Well, top five. Wherever you want to put him, he's up there. Yeah. Cooper Cup, 47. I know he got hurt. I mean, CJ Mosley is 46. Yeah. You're telling me CJ Mosley is better than Patrick Sertan, Hassan Reddick, and Cooper Cup? Hassan Reddick was legitimately in the running for, for defense player of the year. Exactly. Defense yeah. player of the year. And, and Patrick Sertan's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, if not, not the best. Yeah. You're telling me CJ Mosley is better than them? Fuck no. I know he's good. He, he still is good, but 46? Yeah, I think he's probably a trip in that. Um. Jalen Waddle, 44. I like that. I do like that. Um, I, I obviously think Cooper Cup's better than him, but yeah, Kirk yeah. Waddle had the better season. Um, Lane Johnson, 41. Quinn Williams, 40. That's pretty good for them. Yeah. Now, here's another big thing I want to talk about is Jamar Chase is 39. Under or under guys like Khalil Mack, Jalen Ramsey, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, yeah, much better here than them. Derwin James, Matthew Judon. I think Jamar Chase is better than all those guys. Yeah, yeah, definitely better than, uh, what's the one... Where did you just named off? Uh, CD Lamb. CD I, think, I think they're same tier. I think there's some more tier. I think he's Jamar, 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 I'll give Jamar the benefit J- of the doubt. Jamar's better than CD. CD's better than CD Lamb. But that's it's, not an insult. No, they're both fucking top tier receivers. When CD Lamb was coming into the league, I was like, this is my favorite wide receiver of this entire class. Then he ended up getting drafted by the fucking Cowboys. He's fucking good. Now I have nothing to do with hate him. Um... Uh, I want to talk about these running backs real quick. So Saquon was 31, Nick Chubb 29. Let me go to Derrick Henry 25, Austin Eckler 21, and Josh Jacobs 12. Mm. 
That's 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 a little out of whack. Hey, Josh Davis didn't have that bad of a year. No, bro. but twelve? Twelve? Yeah. Twelve is crazy. Like Eckler twenty one? Like over over Derrick Henry, over Nick Chubb, over Saquon? Nick Chubb is crazy. Nick Chubb should Derrick be Conner, number one. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry should be a twelve. Huh? I think Nick Chubb should be a number one running back. I think Nick Chubb's the best running back in the NFL. Like yeah. just overall, just yeah. like running back, Nick Chubb is Even on sure running back. Like, like he's just fucking throwing people yeah. off of him like he's like the little children. I'm gonna see right here. Sauce is 23. That's pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, T.J. Watt was 27, which I think is a little low for him. He, but he, he didn't play a lot. Actually, I, I, I agree. I but he's, he's a top 15 player in the NFL. Yes, he, he is. one healthy. Um, shout out Dexter Lawrence. He was 28. I think that's that's good range for him. He's one yeah. of the best players. I'd in maybe the NFL. put him top 25. Yeah. He, yeah. It's it's you can go anywhere with that. A lot of these guys are interchangeable. Um. Miles Garrett twenty once again. I think he he's a little he's underrated a little bit. George Kittle was nineteen. I think Miles Garrett's better than George Kittle and, and yeah. T.J. Watt's better than George Kittle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Minka was eighteen. It's a little high for a safety. Hey hey, Minka did not have Minka. No, he's like he's elite. He's best elite. year of his entire career last year, hands down. Best safety in the league last year was an interception leader throughout the whole year. I'm not, I'm not gonna throw any shade on my boy uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, Trent Williams is 14, so you're telling me Trent Williams is 14 and Andrew Thomas isn't the top 100 yeah. player? Oh, that's crazy. I know, like, I'd Trent say, Williams is amazing. I'd say he's, I think he, I'd, I'd say he's the best tackle in the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah, might, might be the best, uh, lineman in the NFL. Yeah, I agree with that, but, like, if he's 14, Andrew Thomas should be 20. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree with hand that. Hand in like. I do. Um, I'll just go through this top 15. Um, Fred Warner, 15. Under guy, over guys like Stefan Diggs, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett. But I feel like he is probably the he best, is the best linebacker in the NFL. So. Um, 14, Trent Williams, I just said that. Devontae Adams, 13. He's still one of the best shooters in the NFL. Yeah, best, one of the best route runners is not the best route runner. Um, Josh Jacobs, 12, which I already said my, what I think about that. It's a little yeah. too high for him, in my opinion. Um, now, we have these two right here. Aaron Donald, 11. Chris Jones, 10. I, I get it why Chris Jones is over Aaron Donald this year. Aaron, Aaron Donald was hurt. Exactly. Um, he's aging a little and, bit. And he's number 11 player. Like, that's fucking good. Um, Micah Parsons, number 9, which I think he could have been higher, honestly. Me too, because I feel like, in my opinion, he is the most dominant defensive player in the NFL. I agree. And you have Nick Bosa at 4. I think mm. those, I think they should be closer together. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen, 8. I'll talk about top, top quarterbacks real quick, see how we rate them. Josh Allen, 8. Joe Burrow, 6. Jalen Hurts, 3. Mahomes, 1. Obviously, Mahomes is number 1. Yeah. But... I don't know about Jalen Hurts at three. Like I, I, I put Burrow and Josh Allen over him right, right now. I'd say it's I'd a say quick so. jump, but I, I get what they're basing it off of last season. So and, I get it. Yeah. And he was in the Super Bowl in the yeah. So, so I'll go back to the order. Um, so Chris Jones ten, Michael Parsons nine, Josh Allen eight, Tyreek seven, um, second highest rated receiver. Yeah. Joe Burrow six, Travis Kelsey five, which is he, he tight end at five is crazy. Yeah. He, it's Travis Kelsey though. It's one of the best of all time, if not the best. Um, Nick Bosa four, Jalen Hurst three, and then the top two is Justin Jefferson and Patrick Mahomes. So overall, the list is kind of it. I mean, it's whack every year. Let's be real, it is. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's here. I think it's like that for a reason. To yeah. To have us it. talking about so it. So we can do what we're doing exactly. right now. Get some fucking views. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so there's definitely like some guys that missed out. Like obviously, mm-hmm. like, I, like I said, DK Metcalf missed out. Andrew Thomas. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean, even like Jimmy Ward, I'm looking at the names right here, Jimmy Ward, James Bradbury, TJ Hawkinson, a lot of solid guys that just missed the cut, but the biggest one in my opinion is definitely Andrew Thomas. I think anybody anybody who knows football is going to say that. He's know? the cornerstone of the Giants right, right now. I mean, he's one of the best tackles in the NFL. Like, it's pretty crazy. 
But I mean, I think that's all. If you guys have anything else on the top 100. Um, honestly, I just wanted to touch up on Jared Goff's oh, real quick. Uh, yeah. I would put him higher, but I mean, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, the range for him, he wasn't in it obviously the year prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, this was his third time in it. Uh, I think the highest he got, I don't know if I'm not mistaken, was in the 40s. If someone could check that for me, it's crazy. He wasn't even that. Like, um, I feel like that year when he went to the Super Bowl, he should have been high enough in the 40s. No, I. I fucking agree with that. Mm. 33 touchdowns. Highest. Well, 4,500 yeah. passing yards. One of the highest scoring offenses of all time. 13th highest scoring offense of all time, actually. 33.5 points a game. I mean, that, that was one of the best He's seasons the I've ever seen. of it all. And I... I People will never give him the complete credit, obviously, because no. Sean McVay was... So he's, a, he's an immobile quarterback. Exactly. He's a pocket-passing immobile quarterback. Everyone wants to see the flashy... Honestly, nowadays. I... You know, in play action is his deadliest attribute. Yeah. I mean, yeah. him rolling out right, we saw him do it against the Commanders. And that, that was a beautiful throw when he was able to do that. But I think just based on football IQ alone, um, he's one of three quarterbacks to reach 25,000 passing yards in 97 starts. Um, he's jo- He joined Dan Marino and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, I was going to say. Uh, uh, that's a great, that's a great company. That's yeah. great Hall company. company. <laughs> and Peyton Manning said before this season started that you can win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust Peyton Manning's word because he's won two with two different clubs. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's all time. top. He's maybe probably number two in my opinion. I, I would put him up there. I'd put him probably like probably three or four. But you know that's probably very controversial. Correct. But I got to put. Wrong. I'm putting Patrick Mahomes ahead of him. Um, I have to. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I have to. Because he's uh, won Patrick Mahomes ahead of Peyton Manning, uh, for sure. Five-time MVP. So we gotta see more out of and more MVP. We gotta see more out of Mahomes, yeah. but but just on the trajectory he's yeah. on, I, yeah. he's gonna pass. Yeah. He's gonna pass Everybody. Peyton Manning. Everybody. Not, he'll never be not, greater than Tom. Not Rob. Not, not Tom. Not yeah. Tom though. No, I don't. Because that one game, he'll never be greater than Tom. That is that is low key the, the that's the only reason in my discussion. heart that's the only reason we never be better than Tom. I mean, if he gets eight Super Bowls, if he gets eight, no, if he gets eight, then yes. But if he never like gets to that that he number, he needs to get to ten. Now he needs to get to ten like Tom did. Tom got even though he didn't win all ten, he got the ten Super Bowls. Three now, yeah, yeah. I mean, and dude, they've all been crazy, oh, bro. But we were, we were just talking about. I just want to uh, throw this in here, just a little bit, kind of an off topic. We were just talking about Jared Goff and play action. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe he had the uh, or top three and highest QBR of any quarterback in the entire league out of play action last year. In wow. fourth quarter, he uh, averaged 100 QBR, which was the best in the NFL last season. Wow. Yeah. You just got to see him keep doing it. Exactly. Know? Keep progressing. Just, honestly, the playoffs this year. honestly, bro, with, with Ben Johnson, I think the sky's the limit. If Ben Johnson gets another great season like he did, he's then, that coach. Exactly. And then we'll have to but, see Goff without Ben Johnson then. Yeah. Honestly, you heard why he stayed? For Goff. He stayed because of Goff. So maybe that's something that we see like a enemy Mahomes type thing where that OC will stick there until maybe he's able to take over the club for himself down the line. Or, or get, a, uh, get a better head coach. Get a, not get a poverty let's be, let's be, the last the, Or if Jared gets traded. The five openings this year were fucking... Piss. Yeah, bro. Like yeah, you, you don't want to coach for those teams, bro. <laughs> I but like you did get good quarterbacks, but like if you have the chance to coach for the fucking 49ers in four right. years, you know, exactly. I wait for that. Or be Jonathan Gannon and go you know? to the Cardinals or be, Yeah, oh my uh, god. Uh, 
if he was a Steichen and go to the Colts. Yeah, like, bro. It was bad. It was it was rough. Bad teams to go to. It was a weird offseason in general. Denver was the best scenario. It was. And Sean Payton took advantage of that. He did. Now he's smoking a bowl with teenagers. Shout out to him. I get, you know, on on God's lettuce. We already already talked about that on the pod of the last NFL pod. No, but uh, I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up. Sean Payton getting stony baloney. Um, <laughs> and talking shit about Hackett. Yeah, oh, and, talking uh, shit about Hackett. Follow like, no, you know what I was going to actually, actually had a joke about Nathaniel Hackett, though. I was like, yo, on Hard Knocks, did anyone ask him how he got the job here? No, and they didn't. Oh, they should have. Because yeah. like, I'm sure his answer would have been like, oh, I just I kind of like walked in the building oh, here. Runners. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but when, that, when he answered that question as the Denver Broncos head coach, that was the worst thing he could have done. <laughs> He was like, well, I, I, you know, I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I was definitely surprised. <laughs> we all were. <laughs> we, we all were. But uh, thank you, everyone out there, for listening to Tea Time. Make sure you're following us on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, threads, TikTok, at Tea Time Reports. Uh, show us the love and support. We really appreciate Don't it. Don't forget to shout out the OnlyFans, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. on. Yeah, Follow we're, us on OnlyFans. Yeah, we're Follow all on OnlyFans together, bro. At Tea Time Reports. Um, yeah, at Tea Time Reports OnlyFans. It's, OF. It's only $50 a month. There's, yes. there's another one, but uh, just <laughs> ours is the one, the profile picture of, of Trevor's body. Yo, how's this even an NFL episode anymore, bro? This has turned, like, fucked. But, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, shout out to Tea Time. Shout out to all the boys here. Shout out to OnlyFans. And I, I guess shout out to OnlyFans. <laughs>